When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everybody, welcome back. This is Ready Player 2, episode 36. As you have heard, we have got Miss Elijah. Is it Elijah or Alicia? I hate you so much. It's Alicia May. Alicia May Trevin uh, has come and is going to be telling me off for most of the episode. Um, We have the return of the indomitable Lewis. Hello. Hello. You've been gone inventing furniture for ages. Right. Inventing furniture. Yeah, we had a thing last week where we were explaining <laughs> to the nice people that listen to the podcast how you have been um, inventing things like bunk tables. Uh, yeah, <laughs> bunk tables. And, right. Well, you've been moving right. into your, your new place. Yeah, that's exactly what uh, exactly what I've been doing, inventing so. furniture. Yeah, hmm. I, thought, I thought so. That's what I'd do if I had a couple of weeks off. Um, and Ross, uh, you may or may not have heard, but he only went and had himself a baby. So... Um, well, he didn't have a baby. He did. He squirted. He did. He did. He, he being an ent. Yeah. Yeah. Being asexual. Be, yeah. Being a tree ent. Like yeah. that's you know just flowers, trees, things happen. You yeah. know. He spawns things. So uh, he's he's gone and dropped a baby, or at least his wife, his lovely wife, has gone and dropped a baby. So a little bit selfishly, he's decided not to come on the podcast this week, which I just don't understand. I got three of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm still fucking here. I don't. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> So he's yeah. having the, he's having a bit of a rest, and instead of Ross, we have got the incredibly patient and very quiet until he's until he's called on Simon Marshall. I'm just waiting for the curtains to part so I can just come right out <laughs> oh, on well, the so stage and just thrust out. do my thing. Oh, right. yeah, exactly. How come you get curtains? We didn't get curtains. We barely got an intro. I get the full smoke effects and everything. I'm just like on stars in your eyes or something like that. Okay. That's <laughs> I'm a little bit concerned that we're just being likened to the campiest <laughs> TV show that's ever been around. Welcome to Ready Player Two, the most fabulous podcast on air. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be a bender. And I probably just did <laughs> a lot of people. So does that make you Matthew Kelly then, Rich? I'm alright with that. Oh, hang on. Okay. Didn't he fiddle some kids? No, he just looks like he did. Oh, okay. That's right. No, I don't want to be associated with somebody who does that kind of stuff. I, if they're over I, 16... I think, I think we're getting a bit off topic here. No, we're not. Listen, <laughs> this is right. This is exactly on topic. What's your problem? Get back behind your curtain. <laughs> I want Ross back. <laughs> well, look, we are getting off topic. He's completely right. Is everybody doing okay, then? Have we had a good week? Not, not particularly, but I'll just say yes for ease of conversation. Oh, yes, no, I have had a I good week. I want to know what's happened now. Why have you set fire to something? No, I have been off work for, again, for probably a fortnight now, uh, with tonsillitis and a chest infection, amongst other things. At the same time? So, yes. Just getting it all out of the way in one go? Well, yeah, uh, that coupled with, or tripled with, uh, conjunctivitis. Jesus Jim's uh, are having a dance party in yeah. your body. Yeah. Come join in the fun, there's free booze! 
having a party <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. I like the idea that it's like dance dance revolution going on with germs inside Lewis's body. <laughs> you can hear the bass. You can hear the bass and see the strobes when I open my mouth. That's what it is. <laughs> okay, so you've been extraordinarily ill. Have you managed to get any gaming in while you've been off ill? Yeah, loads. Oh. Loads of gaming. Anything so. fun? Anything uh, good? Stick of Truth. South okay. Park. A little, little bit behind uh, everyone else, but yeah, that's very good. I played that. I was just saying to the guys earlier, I played that through twice in about four days. Um, uh, yeah, I got up one morning when Hazel went to work at like six o'clock uh, and played it through until about 10.30 that evening. Jesus. And basically, yeah, I, I haven't had one of those days in a long time. So, uh, yeah. So, so you, are you a big fan of the show? I'm not. That's that's the weird thing. I, I I'll be honest. Yeah, I haven't watched the show in ages, but it's it didn't feel like one of those games where you need to be a big fan of the show. No. I think it adds. It might add a bit more if you are, but it plays as actually quite an in-depth and quite a good RPG game in itself. So. There's lots to explore, lots to collect, and uh, lots of in-depth kind of the the role-playing element actually goes into quite a lot of depth. So I think yeah. as long as you act, don't actively dislike the TV show, then you'll probably enjoy the game. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty as good. As long as you're not easily offended. Yeah, as long as you're not easily offended. Uh, as long as you like good games, and uh, as long as you don't absolutely hate massively childish humour, then you should be good to go. Yeah, I mean there were bits and pieces of it where I thought, really, like you, you're, you're laying, you're, you're, you're doing that. Well, that that's a thing in this game. But uh, yeah, I mean on the whole, it was a it was a pretty good game. So, just gonna put out there, summoning Jesus was one of my favourite things. You yeah. summon Jesus. He's great. Yeah, amongst Summons other characters. It. Yeah. Okay. Without so, without wishing to. I might have to play it. this. If, if one of you guys have got it on your Steam library, then I'm going to have to kind of steal your Steam library. Um, I would steal it off L Steam library, but I think incredibly unfairly over the last couple of weeks, I've been unable to get onto it, which is just not acceptable. L, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have, we'll have a word about that later it, on. Does the PC version does, is that including the the censored scenes uh, from the console versions? Is that uh, is that correct? I, w- I was I was playing it on the. Uh, PS3, but yeah, uh, that's correct. Yeah, you do get the like mini games or scenes that uh, were cut out of the the console versions. I don't know why they. So the abortion it that way. bit. Yeah. yeah the, oh, okay. The, yeah. The abortion scene and there's the there's an anal probe scene which gets <laughs> cut out as well. Yeah. I'm guessing they're working on the principle because they've done this with a few games, but I'm guessing they work on the principle that. Kids, that young children that shouldn't be playing an 18 certificate game are more likely to do so on a console than they are on the PC. Yeah, potentially. PC gaming's for adults. PC gaming's only for grown-ups and intelligent people. Mm. There you go. <laughs> 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 I'm going to so, I'm gonna get so killed at some point for saying these kinds of things. Um, anything else then, Lewis? Uh, yeah, lots of other games. Uh, Split Second Velocity, which is a absolutely mental racing game made by Disney um, not the type of game that you'd imagine Disney to make it it's kind of like um, uh, it's 
like Need for Speed, but you can set off explosions and chain blow up buildings and bits bits and pieces like that. It it's um yeah it's excellent fun. Uh, Zombie U, I decided to give my Wii U a bit of a Arbitrary bit of a play. off. <laughs> a bit yeah. of arbitrary playing. I feel like I must play something on this thing that I spent a load of money on and need to justify, so I'm going to just play something else now. Yeah, so <laughs> I bought Zombie U. It's very tense, uh, quite scary. Um, yeah, it, it uses the gamepad really nicely. Um, what else? Mario Party 8, uh, just for something for me and Hazel to play together. And Castle of Illusion. The oh, Mickey the Mouse, mate. yeah, Mickey Mouse remake. Is that any good? Um, well, I didn't play the original, so I, I don't know in comparison to the original, like whether it, it's a good remake. But it's it's good fun. It's a, a fairly standard platformer with Mickey Mouse in. <laughs> that's, I don't know. I, I I always do. I didn't. I hadn't played this. I saw saw it when it was coming out and thought, oh, that's really cool because I really loved that game when I was younger. But actually, how well is it going to translate with all the other games that are out nowadays? Apparently, not very well. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There's the answer to that. Oh, okay. Right. Can we move swiftly away from you now? Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Simon, how's your week been? My week's been fabulous. Um, fabulous. That's, that's keeping that's the slightly been, camp theme of this show now. That's exactly what I was thinking of, yeah. Excellent. <sighs> Completely fabulous. <laughs> um, um, this week, obviously, with the weather and that getting a bit better, um, I've got the Edinburgh Marathon in four weeks on Sunday. Um, it's my second marathon, so I'm busy training for that at the moment. Bloody hell. So, keep me on top of things. See, this is why we play games, though, surely? So we don't have to go outside and exert ourselves. Yeah. yeah, but that's you need the, you need that even balance. You need the, a nope. bit of good game time. <laughs> I, I'm entirely with L. I don't. I'm all right. <laughs> Speak to a WoW player. Like, outside does not come into the equation. <laughs> if I could have fluids put into me and taken out of me via IV without it being weird, then I probably would do it. If I could put my consciousness into the internet, that would be preferable. Your consciousness should never exist in the internet. We need to get back to Simon, right? but, but right. your consciousness out of everybody should not exist in the internet. I'm just going to put that out there. Right, Simon, sorry. What have you been doing this week okay. about training heavily? Well, this week I've been playing um, Mechanic Escape. Uh, that's on Steam. Uh, it's a 2D platformer where you play as a blue television. And it's a bit more exciting than it sounds, to be honest. And... Um, you're trying to survive various levels, obviously they're only about a minute long or what have you. Um, from these evil beings who are trying to overhaul your uh, peaceful TV society. And throughout the levels, you can uh, you have to collect different televisions. Um, and I think there's up to 50 per level, I think. And there's five special ones per level. So it's, it's just a basic platformer, but it's done really well. And uh, it, it, it's pretty much reminiscent of Super Meat Boy, just the, with the mechanics and just how well everything's put together. It's really simple, but like most platformers, the best thing is the controls and that they're perfect, honestly. So uh, I would say that's well worth checking out. Is it as infuriating as Super Meat Boy? As the levels go on, yes, there are four worlds. Um, now, the first world isn't that bad, but see, it's almost acts like an introduction. But um, once you get on to the second level, it's you become obsessed with the retry button. Um, 
Because I wanted to stab somebody in the jugular while I was playing Super Meat Boy. Like, it was enjoyable, but I actually yep. wanted to, like, hurt somebody. But it's, as I say, once you complete the level, it's just like, it's so rewarding. It's kind of like, you're like, yes, I've just done that. It kinda, it's like an accomplishment, so <laughs> to speak, um, if you do it without fail. Um, but yeah, that's it's. I would really recommend that uh, for fans of platformers. Okay, that's Mechanic um, Escape. That's on Steam, is it? Mechanic Escape, yeah. I'm, I'm not too sure of the price, to be honest with you. I don't think it's too dear. I don't think it's too expensive, but it's definitely worth checking out. I think it's £4.99. Oh, or £4.00. <clears throat> four dollars. Oh, four dollars ninety nine on Steam US. Four pounds ninety or four pounds fifty or something on Steam UK. Four forty nine. Yeah, def yeah, definitely worth checking yeah. out. We got ripped um, off there again. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Uh, no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, the next game I've been playing is another platformer um, for review as well. It's called Life Goes On for uh, the PC. And to be honest with you, this is this was kind of a bit of a disappointment for me. Um, it takes kind of the, the idea that there's life after death, so the way in which you complete levels is to uh, ultimately sacrifice your knights, whereas in, uh, once those knights die, your um, your various family members come and uh, try and complete the level for you to reach a golden chalice. What? Now, it, it, yeah, it's like... There's, a, there's huge spikes, for example, like a huge pit of spikes, and obviously you can't jump that. So if you jump halfway across, then your your family member will be respawned, and you can jump on top of your deceased ancestor and continue on, sort of like that. Now, it's, <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like a really interesting idea, but it's not really executed very well. It's... There is, um, there's a, a, like a part-time in which you have to beat it, and um, what's the other one? It is. It's you have to complete it with without killing as many folk as you can, and it's not really displayed on the screen as such. It's only hidden in the pause menu. Um, so when you complete it, it doesn't feel as if it's really an accomplishment. Comparing that to Mechanic Escape, I mean that's that's much more rewarding. But yeah, I, I was really quite disappointed. When life goes on. Hell was saying this before that there's a slew of platformers out there at the minute, indie platformers. Oh. There really is, there really is, um, and that just shows you obviously the, the scale, I mean there's there's two things which are pretty similar, but one's really well done and one just is quite disappointing. Okay, good. See, there we go, public service announcement for Ready Player 2, don't buy that one, it's a bit bollocks. Yes. <laughs> um, the next next thing I've been playing is The Wolf Among Us, Episode 3. Yes. Um, I'll, just, I'll just do this quickly, I, I was a really big fan in the first two episodes, um, I thought they'd done it on cliffhangers and the story was really well done but I must admit I'm again quite disappointed with episode 3 <laughs> I don't know I was just like is that it really like the ending I was obviously I'm not going to spoil it but the ending I was just kind of like right that's 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 that <laughs> I'm like I'm really underwhelmed by it um, but yeah I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm a season pass holder anyway for the game so I'll be playing the rest of it but episode 3 you can kind of tell Telltale are kind of losing their magic a little bit, whereas in the the, the Walking Dead etc, you could tell like your decisions. You were like, oh, I need to make this decision right, or it's going to be in my conscience. Whereas the Wolf Among Us, you can kind of work out now. Um, your decisions don't really have a big bearing on the on the story. It's kind of like um, 
it's it's almost as if oh I'll just choose that it's fine because you you'll end up with the same consequence. It's it's just how you feel personally, but I don't feel tied to those characters as much as I did Clementine or Lee in the the first series, uh, The Walking Dead. I think again there is a massive difference between the two series. I personally find the kind of weight of your decisions between both of the games very similar. And I I really enjoyed the latest Wolf Among Us episode. I quite liked it. I quite liked the ending. Um, but possibly, perhaps, uh, I'm a glutton for uh, punishment. I, I want to see people suffer. So <laughs> that could be part of it. However, that being said, I do feel that for myself, I don't think that in either of the games, the choices that you make matter at all. I've not seen anything that suggests that my decisions have any weight or any bearing on how the game is going to progress and how it's going to go and that's that's fine however it's not really what i signed up to um so i I just you know personal difference i i don't hold them higher in any regards i mean especially uh, the Walking Dead, there is a very, very different dynamic between the characters there because you build that really quite tight emotionally, uh, emotional feeling for Clementine. You know, you in the first one, Lee, you're her caregiver. You kind of build up a parental role with her. So you feel incredibly attached to it, especially with one of the final decisions that you have in the game um, to kind of lead into the second series because... I mean, it's it's great. I really enjoyed it. It was a great game, but I found that the second season to be a bit better than the first. Now, I do, I do feel as I've seen the the Wolf Among Us, the first two episodes, you find yourself kind of having a bond with Snow White. Now, obviously, she's there helping you, but you can also tell there's there's maybe a little something happening there. And as Bigby, you're kind of like, well, I need to maybe maybe impress her is the wrong word, but I need to look out for her. I, I didn't like, like her. No. I like. I, I, I think it's a really strong character. I like really Faith. Well. Right. I was like, gonna bang Faith. That lasted. You're so subtle. That ship has sailed. I love it. I, I like. I get the impression that L kind of sits there waiting for the dialogue option for "lie on your back" to come up or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like stop talking and get on the bed. There's, they really? never have those dialogue options in games. It's really disappointing. I Press Q and E to bang face. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> it's just a little quick time Q button. <laughs> is that what you're such a big fan of Mass Effect? Because you're like, Garrus, oh yes, yes, Garrus, yes. Need yeah, but there's no Q and E bashing in that. You need to mix it with something else like God of War. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it needs to be. You need to be like Mass Effect meets like God of War quick time events. You'd love that, L. That's, that'd be exactly your kind of game, wouldn't it? Let's never make that game. <laughs> Let's never make that game. <laughs> okay, so disappointing Wolf Among Us. I, I'm yes. yet to play these, but I've been uh, I have been catching up with Walking Dead this week because I've actually played some games this week. Fucking yay! <laughs> um, so anything else? Have you been playing anything other than Wolf Among Us? Life goes on and Mechanic Escape. Uh, just I'll just briefly touch on. I played uh, Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes this week. I bought it on release, and obviously I know you guys were talking about it last week in the podcast. I just think it's a game's only what you what you you put in it is what you get out of it. Pretty much, if you're wanting to dedicate the time to a game and you're willing to pay twenty five pounds for it, then that's fine. I know people that have played this game for seventy plus hours, which is just ridiculous for how quickly you can complete it in. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's a fantastic game, and 
for any fans or even anyone interested in Metal Gear Solid should definitely try it out. And uh, Trials Fusion, I bought that last week as well for the PlayStation 4. Um, apart from a really annoying intro uh, music from which you can't get out of your head, <laughs> uh, it's really good. It's really good. It's just typical Trials, but once the hard levels hit, they're extremely hard. So. So yeah, so that's when, when you when you say typical trials, it's infuriatingly difficult. Yes, once it hits the hard stage, the medium ones are okay. Like you don't, you only uh, feel the real need frustration there if you're obviously failing at one part in particular, and you need mm. that gold medal. But hard, just just it just changes the game completely. It's extremely yeah. hard. So yeah, that's what I've been playing this week. There's another one that you haven't mentioned. And I'll, oh, I'll, I'll jog your memory. I'll jog yes. your memory. Yes. Um, I've been playing... I, I got Octodad yesterday for the yeah. PlayStation. Now, I'm in the middle of playing this for review, so I don't want to go in too much about my thoughts about it. But um, I played it just before the PlayStation 4 was released, and I thought it was hilarious then. And playing through the same bit uh, over the past day, it's, it's just brilliantly funny. It's just... I could watch his, his tentacles fly about all day. Is that a euphemism? That is, yeah. <laughs> okay, hang on. Yay! That's continuing the saucy theme. Yeah, that's with, that's with, like, Faith as well. Faith, get on that bed, I'm gonna get my tentacles out. So... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> just, just, Faith, lie on that bed, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sweep out from behind this curtain majestically. <laughs> with, oh, my ten, with my tentacles flying everywhere. Okay. <laughs> And nobody suspects a thing. <laughs> um, right, okay, I'm going to go to Elle next. What have you been doing this week? Me? I've been incredibly busy, but uh, I have had some time to play some games. Um, I, while we were waiting for everyone to assemble for the podcast of awesomeness that is Ready Player Two, um, I played SCP-087, which is essentially going down a bloody staircase that's it that's a dingy staircase with uh, some sound effects bit of a shadow going but yeah somebody's just... trying to get me to do a video of this when we did the week of horror it's just not it's not scary it's just a face isn't it that turns up every now and again it's oh there's a bit of breathing great um i'm supposed to be startled how oh there's a baby crying mm. <laughs> and i'm supposed to be startled how 50, like, I, no, 50, well, how long did I spend on it? Like, 10, 15 minutes going down a fucking yeah. staircase with yep. no scare payoff. I don't like it. It's not scary. It's a boring I, staircase. I have issues with that kind of thing because I can't, after a while, I can't help but think, how the fuck did I get up here? You know, I, 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 have, I have problems with, like, the logistics of things. I'm just like, where, where, where are, like, how, how tall is this building? Where what, am I what, actually what I, going? There's no elevator. Well, how did this happen? Well, about halfway down, I tried to turn back, but you can't go up the stairs. So I was like, well, uh, it looks <laughs> yeah. like we're fucking going down there. <laughs> fuck, okay. Fuck this, it's Master KFC. I'm just going to go back oh. to my room. Uh, and there's like numbers on the thing. So I got, to, I got to just over 50 and I went, well, there's nothing here for me. So it's time to podcast. Okay, that, um, sounds, that sounds enjoyable <laughs> as hell. Not? Uh, it was really boring. Um, however, I played an interesting one called I'm Scared, which is really, really good. I I quite liked it. I found it very interesting, what it does. 
Um, there's a section in there. I'm not. I'm not gonna spoil it, but it's incredibly engaging in a a way that I don't find often with games. It uh, it got to a certain point and the game crashed itself, or what I thought it it crashed itself, and there was just like the the game folder just open in front of me and in in the folder there was a little text document with attention and there was also a photo there and so i was just named hello so i clicked on the photo and i'm like mm, there's nothing there it's just blank okay i'll go and have a look at the text document oh my god i love fourth wall breaking stuff and it was like uh, like a little story bit about like what this creature was and like said oh it's it's the white face and i was like Okay, that's that's pretty cool. Started up the game and like something completely different happened. Uh, just a blank screen with "Hello, do you know my name?" and like a little thing to continue. And I was like, "Hmm, you've made me interested. I quite <laughs> enjoy you, little game." <laughs> um, it's it's it, it's fun. I enjoyed it. It was really good. I enjoy something that does something a bit different. This is the one where. Um... A, the graphics kind of look like the original Alone in the Dark. Is that right? Yeah, it's it's very... Pixelated. Well, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it calls itself a pixelated nightmare, doesn't it? It's really good. I enjoyed it. This is the one where you're running, you spend a lot of time running around like what looks like a car park. Yeah, and yeah. And things like the chasing you. Yeah, there's. it's after the first bit you go around the the car park and there's like keys jingling after you like Ugh. yeah i think <laughs> I, like, I watched marker player play, play a little bit of this on youtube i've not played it myself but it looks kind of cool the, yeah i got really frustrated at that bit because there's a door that i found and it wouldn't open i was like well fuck am i supposed to <laughs> fuck you door <laughs> just stood there like come at me <laughs> i'm tired of running now um what else did i play i played eerie and I think that's the one with like the the creature with the with the long dangly arms and the kind of wobbly face. The wobbly uh, face. The wobbly face. Okay. Um, I didn't find that game scary at all. Okay. You you um, spend most of your life being disappointed by horror games. Do you realise that? Know. You I... need to find a different genre. No, I have that that thin thread of hope that one day there will be a beauteous horror game that will be like just perfect it's there i have the dream the dream is the perfect horror game um how much of it is desensitization yeah i think it is i think you've probably been right really heavily desensitized if you spend a really long time playing like hello kitty (laughs) then then go then gradually ease yourself back into adventure uh, into uh horror games i think you'll find it a lot more rewarding no no not not for you i think i think it's because i i i'm like I really like my horror specific way. Like, I really enjoy the Silent Hill series. Um, even the shitty ones. I'm like, oh, look at it. It's so cool. Um, but I think for a lot of people that are actually making games, making horror games, they think jump scares are the way to go. And, pff, like, Bloogie Woogie, great. Uh, Bloogie Woogie. Bloogie <laughs> like a monster jumps out from behind the wall and starts doing the fucking boogalug. I'm just like, I don't I don't find that scary. I think that's an incredibly weak payoff for everyone involved. And it gets to the point where um, I think it's a very, very fine balance that people are struggling to find in horror games these days. Where you have to... It's kind of like Jaws, you know? You've got to give the, the build-up for it and you kind of give like 
soft glimpses in the background about what it is just so that you can feel the apprehension for it feel like genuinely scared because you are forming your worst nightmares in your own imagination because Help. Oh, sorry sorry what are you that, that's okay you're there I was going to say, did you play uh, Amnesia, uh, Machine for Pigs, by any chance? Yeah. Was, it, was that to your liking, or...? Disappointing. Alright, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that if Elle played a game in which something jumped out of the monitor, stabbed both of her hands, and ate half of her liver, <laughs> right? She'd just be sat there going, weak. <laughs> That was, that was sitting, there, fucking... sitting there going, six out of ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Five and a half, at best. <laughs> Typical jump scare. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like every, <laughs> saw, every saw it coming. Every single time she's <laughs> in the game, an actual Labrador at a local impound gets eviscerated. Like, <laughs> she'd just be like, weak. I've seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> Imitation. I don't yeah. know. It's you know. I I've got. I I really like games that. Uh, kind of like play you psychologically as much as you're kind of playing with them. I like a bit of a challenge. I like something that is intelligently scary. I like things that generally make you think like, oh shit, what was that? Um, and there's not that many out there, unfortunately. Please, please make more scary we games. About, we spoke about this when we did the Week of Horror all that time ago. But for me, the best kind of horror game is one that it breaks you down to start with. So psychologically, just breaks you down. Not too many jump scares, but just kind of messes with your head so you're not really sure what to expect. Then gives you a certain amount of power. So it gives you a weapon or something. So now suddenly you, you're on the edge, but you feel like you're in control. Then something completely different that the game has never yet thrown at you happens. Because you thought you were prepared for a certain type of scare, you weren't, you weren't watching your peripheral vision at all. And this different thing happens, yeah. and it completely fucks you up. It's they, they every when you play, well, I, I do anyway. When I'm playing a horror game, I want, I, I, I need to feel like I've got a bit of power. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm looking for something mm. that's going to give me an edge, like a flashlight or something like that. That, and if, if the game gives me that, because the dark has been the scary thing so far, or something, so the game gives me a flashlight, and now I'm feeling okay, right? I'm good now because the dark isn't scary because I've got a flashlight. But then something completely different happens, like all the audio stops. So you've got absolutely no sound at all. It's that kind of thing. So you're expecting a certain, like, one of your senses has previously been assaulted. And now you're feeling better about that. And suddenly one of your other senses gets assaulted. And it's just like, I can't fucking handle this. You give me one thing with one hand and you take everything away with the other hand. I can't handle it. Those are the kind of games that I like to play. But there's not been very many of them. No, there's not many of them. And that makes me sad. So please make more games that are scary. Anything else? I've also played some LOL. Which someone has changed to Ruffle. 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 Like um, <laughs> um, which I've been having fun. I've been playing as Annie, who is like a little girl with a teddy bear. Tibbers! That is not a teddy bear. It is a teddy bear. It's a bear that eats people. Yeah, but it's you a teddy bear. can't call that a teddy. Yeah, it is. At the point that it starts eating people, it's just a bear. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I, I've been enjoying it. I, 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 I don't know. I, I think some. it kind of reminds me of like how much I quite liked uh, StarCraft. I don't know why. It just it just gives me the same warm, fuzzy feelings. It's got that kind of charm. Inside. It's got that yeah. kind of charm, and you can switch out because with like StarCraft, you had the different races. With this, you've got different classes or different characters, and you can switch out for different ones. I I really like it. I like the fact that they give you 
three characters every week so you can like try a bunch out and decide which ones you like as well yeah i i really like it i i think it's interesting i need to find enough people to play at a party with friends now. I will, I will have to get it downloaded. If I, I didn't really, I thought you were going to play it for a bit and then like have some kind of enormous rage tech at the whole internet and stop playing it. But you haven't done that, so I think I might come on and not play. Not yet. It. I'm I not very good. I'll just give you like a heads up now. I'm a bit. That's shit. fine. But that's like me with pretty much every game. I'm just not not that great. At them. I think it's this is the one thing that's this is the one stick that's holding up the dam that's stopping me from playing you WoW. From play WoW. <laughs> Just, oh, it's a word. stick and it's wobbling precariously and I'm just like, please little stick, stay there just for, just for a little bit longer. You see, if you were on my WoW server, I'd probably be encouraging you to go back so that, so that we could both get on, but I bet you're totally not on the same server as me, so that, that's not going to happen. Anyway, we can, prob- we, can have this, we can probably have this conversation when we're not on the air. Do you reckon? Yeah, okay. let's, let's, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> so professional. <laughs> I know, I tell you, uh, that'll be edited out, don't worry. Um, so, me, is that you? Is that you done, El? That's me done. That's you done. Amazing. Me, this week, I've been playing games. Woohoo! Um, hey. I played more Diablo 3, uh, which obviously I have to do because otherwise I die a little bit inside. But also this week, um, I decided that I was going to have a bit of a roam around everybody else's Steam libraries. So to start with, I roamed onto uh, L's Steam library uh, and played Banished. Yes. Uh, because I, you were talking about this quite a few podcasts ago now, and I've been looking at it longingly for a while and thought, I don't really want to get involved in this because it's probably going to suck my life out. Um, the first thing that I absolutely have to say about this game is, for the love of Christ, it needs a tutorial. What? No, it doesn't. It fucking does. No, it does. It's, did you, I'm sure I'm sure it, it had a tutorial because it plays fine. <laughs> if it does have a tutorial, I completely fucking missed it. Because I just, I just started. I the first four games that I played on that game, I just completely fucked up. <laughs> the first, the first game, I got loads of food, but didn't like, didn't know how to make firewood. Like I had absolutely no idea how to make firewood, so everybody just like died, died of cold. Um, the second game, I was doing really well, but what I didn't realise was I hadn't built enough houses. Like I thought I built oh. enough houses because <laughs> there was no villagers walking around with like house symbols above their heads. So I was just like cracking everybody's got a house there's no problem so i didn't build any more houses um it turns out like a little bit later on everybody just starts dying of old age i was like why is everybody dying of old age and i look up at the little bar at the top that tells you how many like how many citizens you've got how many children you've got i've got no children and i've got like all my people are dying i was like are they all men what's going on why are they having why have they not had any children yeah it's because i built exactly the right number of bedrooms and exactly the right number of houses so nobody was just like i think the houses were so wall-to-wall crammed that nobody wanted to get frisky with each other oh my god it was all a little embarrassing you know when you've got 20 people in the house nobody wants to get any touchy-feely in so um it was too, but it was too late at that point because all of my all of my uh citizens were over the age of 50. <laughs> So no, they, they not couldn't more have grandmas any... in the house. Yeah, so I couldn't. I, like I was building more houses furiously, and they had all these fucking like bent over, sixty odd year old people try, trying desperately to build houses, and absolutely no children. And eventually, I just had this ghost town, with like one guy tending a farm, and then he died in the middle of the farm. And there's just like this village in the middle of nowhere, nobody living in it because everybody died of old age. It's like a really creepy horror film. Um, so that didn't go very well. But yeah, it needs. It just needs a little bit more heads up it almost needs like an advisor like civilization that pops up and says you know nobody's knobbing each other maybe you should maybe you should see to that i don't know i i i'm i'm different i quite like to be like be free youngling 
set fire to all of your citizens and learn from your own mistakes. It probably um, it probably doesn't help that I get impatient. I play the entire game on the fastest speed. So it, it, it kind of goes, a load of people pop up above their heads saying, oh, you know, we're kind of hungry. And then by the time I've actually figured out what to do about it, they've all died. Hang on, I'm going to find out how long my original village went. I just had like five houses, a couple of wells, and a load of dead, dead people. <laughs> this, this, this is just to be like a, a dick now. Let's have a look. Thanks a lot. Load. So you, uh, you like all these spreadsheet games, though. You're used to them. I wasn't used to it. But anyway, look, I've played about five or so games of that now, and actually I've got pretty decent at it, so it's, it's a good game. And it's not very expensive, so banished. That's good. Um, I jumped onto somebody else's um, Steam library, and I started playing Tomb Raider. Because I'm so current. Because I like to, you know, I like, I'm fresh and I'm down with the kids. So I played Tomb Raider. That's really good. Have you guys played that? Yeah, yeah. great game. Yep. Everybody's fucking played it. Is it on, but you're all really good at it. Is it on mine? Uh, no, it was on Craig's. But yeah, play, oh, right. played Tomb Raider for a while. That's really good. However, I will say, even though they've slimmed her down, and obviously she's not the quite as blatant sex object as she was intended to be in the original games, I still found that the camera favoured her breasts quite a lot. Yeah. Did anybody else notice that? Or maybe it was just my eyes in relation to the camera. <laughs> Could have been that. Um, but yeah, and also she, she tended to be wet a lot. I mean, this isn't a complaint. <laughs> oh my you know, God. Necessarily. <laughs> Not a complaint, it's just more of an observation. Um, but yeah, she tended to be wet a lot and the camera favoured her, uh, like her midriff area. But anyway, yeah, and that was a good game. Surprisingly good, actually. I was really, I really enjoyed that. Um, deaths were quite brutal. Yeah, deaths were brutal. It was like fake, fake open world. Which I actually quite liked. It was constrained, but there were places to go and explore. An unlimited supply of deer in a really small valley, which is a bit weird. Uh, I don't know where they were all coming from. Like, I swept the entire valley and killed pretty much every deer in sight. And then I, I turned around, <laughs> another fucking load of deer. I was just like, where are they all coming from? It's a hole I'm not aware of. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like to imagine that's the sound they make when they appear. <laughs> um, and I went to play The Walking Dead. Because I thought, yeah, I'm going to play Walking Dead Season 2, Episode 2. Turns out I hadn't completed Episode 1. Um, you fool. And I got really annoyed about this. This is possibly just me being stupid. But I've got Episode 2 sat there, ready for me to play. So I'm just like, yes, I've finished Episode 1. And it goes, next time on The Walking Dead. And it does some stuff. And then Clementine goes, you're alive. I thought you were dead. And I'm just like, who? Who is alive? Who? What? I must play this now. So I'm just... And then it goes into the credits... Can you skip the fucking credits? <laughs> Can you fucking bollocks? So I had to sit there for like eight minutes watching fucking credits. And I'm just like, I'm going to play the next game. Just let just let me play this other game that I paid for, please. No, you have to watch the credits. So I, I rage quit in the end. <laughs> <laughs> like a mature gamer that I am. Yeah, I was just like, no, fuck you. I don't want to watch the credits. Patience is a virtue. Yeah, I don't have that virtue. Patience, <laughs> patience. The whole sentence there is patience is a virtue that I don't have. Um, so yeah, there you go. And that's what I've been doing this week and having an enjoyable time playing games. So next week I'm going to be jumping in and playing even more games, hopefully from other people's Steam libraries. And if Elle is really kind, maybe uh, she'll open up her Steam library so that I can... Uh, I, I have! I don't know why you can't play it! Like, why are you complaining? I logged out of it completely so you could play it the other day and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry! Okay, maybe it's probably another conversation that we can have off air, isn't it, really? Uh, it's done now. Okay, I good. finished it for you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fine, good. Excellent. Right, that's what we've been doing this week. We're going to have a wee breakette, and then we'll be back in a moment with some news, some upcoming games, and the uh, and the charts, I think. 
and then we'll have another little break and we'll go into the top three. But I'm not going to give away our whole itinerary. You'll just have to carry on listening and find out. So we'll be back in a minute. Welcome to the Mortal Kombat Tournament. Here you shall fight one another to the death, for the fate of your world depends on it. <laughs> Fear not, Johnny Cage. I have chosen you to defend Earthrealm from Shang Tsung's forces of evil. <laughs> Behold, the tournament is scheduled. The first fight shall be Johnny Cage versus Liu Kang. Then, after that, it will be Johnny Cage versus Kano. Then Johnny Cage versus Scorpion, and so on and so forth. Any questions? Yeah, hi, Johnny Cage, first timer. Uh, with all due respect, sir, it kind of looks like you have me fighting everyone. Indeed. One by one. It does look like that, yes. Yeah, it's just, uh, that's, that's not really how a tournament works. I thought sure that was how a tournament oh, works. Yeah. Excuse me? Well, there's supposed to be brackets. This is just me fighting one guy after another. What's your point? Well, for example, Sonya's up in round seven. So what does she do before then? She waits, I suppose. So Sonya gets a six-round bye. If you want to call it that, yeah. Okay, this isn't fair or logical. What happens if I lose? Well, I suppose everyone wins, right? Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. You're kidding me. What retard organized this? Whoa, 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 whoa. We do not use the R word in front of Goro. He worked very hard on the tournament schedule, didn't you, Goro? Goro make good schedule. Yes, and he did a very good job. Do not fret, Johnny. I believe in your skills, like your shadow kick. My sh- my shadow kick? This guy shoots lasers out of his face. What about that guy? Jesus Christ, did anybody see that? He's not allowed to do that during the fight, is he? Oh, don't worry about Sub-Zero. You're not fighting him until round six. Wait, what? You're fighting too? Oh, yeah. Well, I thought I'd double our chances. You're telling me I have to fight every single person in this death tournament, including the immortal wizard god who sent me here? Yeah. Enough, Earth Warriors! Take your positions! Alright, well, at least I'm fighting somebody normal first. Fight! Welcome back. We've had a break. Uh, we've had a slightly inappropriate giggle um, at uh, Fingers, and now we are going to continue with some news. Uh, so I'm going to let... Who, who wants to um, put your verbal hand up if you want to do the first piece of news? That's, that, that means shout your name, by the way. I don't want it. Oh, my God. Fetch. Nobody! <laughs> what is going on this week? Fine. I'll fucking do it. Um, we... Uh, I, people may have heard of this because it was actually on the mainstream news but we have had uh, a bit of an announcement in the UK I don't know if this spans the entire of the EU but certainly in the UK there is uh, a new um, I don't know what do you call it a new incentive uh, that's come through from the EU from the European Commission that's basically said that UK game developers get uh, a massive considerably large tax break so they can claim back up to 25% of games production costs um, and a lot of major and small uh, and indie UK game developers are saying this is an absolutely massive thing for the UK games industry. Um, and industry body Tiga predicted a £188 million boost over the next five years to the UK gaming industry. That's good, isn't it? All the jobs! Yay. All the jobs! All the jobs come over here! All the games! Yay! This sounds pretty good. I'm not really sure where the motivation has come for this. I don't know whether this is something that they've got in other countries in the EU yeah. and just bringing it over here as well. 
Well, we've been nagging for it for ages because the UK gaming industry, even though it's doing, you know, it's doing all right, it basically was in shackles because of the tax that was imposed on it. Whereas in other countries, America, anywhere else, like, you know, they had these tax breaks, whereas ours didn't. You know, UK, most taxed country ever. Um, so it's nice to see that we're finally, as a kind of industry, going to get that little bit extra. Ooh. Shiny, it's very good. So hopefully we're going to see some great new talent coming out of the UK. We're going to see a lot of new or bigger games coming out of the UK. And hopefully it will mean that um, games that are already in production, because uh, well, I don't know when this comes into effect. I assume it's coming into effect either immediately or very soon. But I would hope that it means that games that are already in production at the moment will get to um, possibly spend a bit more money, polish themselves off a little bit more than they would have been able to otherwise. So hopefully it just means we're going to get greater quality in all the games that are coming out of the UK developers at the moment. So good. Got to be good news, hasn't it? Woohoo! Oh yeah, definitely. I think it's it, it is. It almost seems as if it's like it, it could prove to be a promotion for obviously overseas game developers as well, moving moving their uh, development teams or what have you to the UK, and obviously not abusing it, but just seeing more more freedom kind of thing on the the video games industry. I think that's exactly what it is. Side. The thing is, I yep. think it, it's not abusing it anyway, because whichever way you shake it, if they bring or if they send over. Um, you know, a, a major title to a UK development studio, or even if they open a brand new studio for the purposes of doing it, for getting these tax breaks, it's still going to be, you know, even if you're bringing over people from other countries to work on these games, there's still going to be a body of UK people that are going to get these jobs. So even if it's benefiting the company, it's not really a cheat. That's, it's still great. The UK, the, it's, it's affecting the UK market, it's helping our economy, and it's giving people in the UK jobs and hopefully helping out homegrown game developers to get into the maybe into bigger de development studios and do bigger and better things or even helping people who haven't actually started working on their dreams to actually achieve their dreams now yeah oh there you go the uk go go uk exactly so uh from from an amazingly good story uh that's that's come straight out of the uk we're going to jump straight to a hilarious story that's coming out of america l do you want to take this one Okay, so you know how I love COD. Oh, oh yeah, you wax oh, lyrical no. about this all the time. I know, I do. Can't well, basically, of one of the players has just been so true to, you know, the good-hearted, very mature player that COD kind of tends to create. Um, so, as a, you know, taking a lose very, I don't know, on the chin, you know, Sorry, losing a like a pro. I, I just need to wipe this sarcasm off my face. <laughs> <laughs> basically after losing a match against a rival player they made a hoax phone call that resulted in a SWAT team arriving at the person who beat his ass his house yeah so more than 60 hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The armed police officers approach the home of a 17-year-old just because someone got butt-hit about a video game. So, right, there's a couple of things. That, for starters, this is hilarious. Um, and for the wrong reasons, because the guy who actually made the call, even though he's clearly a massive asshat, is a very funny massive asshat. So that's no problem. What I want to know is, A, how the fuck did he know where the guy lived? He must have known him. None of the news stories that I've seen have said anything about him knowing him. Um, so unless the idiot has got like his fucking address in his gamer tag, I'm not really sure how they've managed to do this. Um, kids these days. But yeah, kids these days. God, put the postcode in the gamer tag. Um, but also... What the fuck do you have to say on a prank phone call to get that kind of reaction? He said um, that this person had shot his mum and brother dead and was planning to kill more people. That's what got a SWAT team there. Wow. Now, Rich, Rich, you say that, right? But obviously we've seen from Call of Duty recently, they've uh, released that Snoop Dogg hilarious voice pack. Some other voice pack as well. Maybe, just maybe, this is the latest downloadable content in which it's uh, a kill streak. Now, once you get once you get 50 kills in a row then police turn up at your closest rival's house <laughs> in real try to gun life. him down calling an exactly yeah That's yeah just like if you get 100 minutes. kills in a row you actually get to like call in an airstrike on their house or yeah, on their, like on their whole road just in case they manage to get away <laughs> that'd be amazing oh God. this is this is taking call of duty to a whole new hyper realistic level that i don't think that i'm on board with I mean, they've got money to burn now, but obviously I know their, their ghosts hasn't really done too well. But I mean, look at all the money they've got. Um, they're hiring Snoop Dogg to tell you you've got a AK-47 and things like that and your latest loadout. So, yeah, we've just been burning money with the police. <laughs> That's what it is. Police aren't earning to, enough. To be fair, Snoop Dogg's doing the... Um, is it the compare, compare the Market? Or one of the money supermarket adverts. So I don't think Snoop Dogg's doing as well off as he might <laughs> might make out. God. I did see I did see a funny joke. However, somebody said uh, was obviously like, "What is Snoop Dogg? He just accepts anything these days." And obviously, his, his emails automatically automatic reply is set to yes, just because <laughs> anything these days. Oh dear. Mm. Okay, so Call of Duty sending SWAT teams to people's houses as a kill streak. I actually really like that idea. I like kind of bringing it home. Also, it might stop people from being enormous gobshites. Something you similar to that. Yeah. Oh, I still, I still think that uh, with every Call of Duty, you should get like one of those. You have to attach one of those like electric shock collars. What a suicide pill! Sorry. No, not a suicide pill. Like just electric <laughs> shock collar. Yeah. And then people should be able to vote on how much of an ass hat you're being. So if your if your ass hattery level goes like too high, you just start getting shocked. And like if a battle go- royale color. Yeah. Color. Well, not yeah. not that blows your head. I was thinking something like something that actually could be sold in the mainstream market, and you're just well, you just wanted to kill yeah. off everybody. Why would you willingly put one of those on your own neck? Why would you willingly play COD with uh, teenage players? That's true. I don't willingly play COD with teenage <laughs> players. I willingly play COD and then get assaulted by fucking thirteen-year-old players. With their broken, chiselly voices. <laughs> okay, we've talked. We've spoken about this on the podcast. I don't think we need to start raging right now. Oh, oh! Should we do Nintendo news? We haven't got faux Ross this week, uh, but we've got Simon. Simon, would you like to do Nintendo news? Yes, please. May I have the jingle? Simon's Nintendo news. <laughs> yes, there, there we have it. 
Right, um, Mario Kart 8 Premium Pack uh, has been announced and will cost uh, us in the, here in the UK £249 for the special edition. Um, now, including the special edition, there is a 32GB Wii U, um, a copy of the game, there is a black Wii U gamepad controller, sensor bar, just the usual. Uh, it's pretty much just the console with the game. Now, um, I have seen there's uh, they're offering even more bumper console bundles with Mario or Luigi variants, so whatever your, your preference is between the brothers, probably most would be Mario. Um, you also get a Mario hat, Mario Wii Plus remote, Wii Remote Plus, sorry. Mario Wii U wheel, which is obviously a, a throwback to the Wii uh, wheel. Mario Wii U gamepad protector and a game guide as well to obviously make the most of your time on Mario Kart 8. Now I don't think, um, well, obviously the Wii U isn't doing too greatly just now, but obviously Lewis, you've got one. Is this, yeah. is this something that you would be interested in if you hadn't bought one? Or... Probably not, because it's not too dissimilar to the the 200 and, well, nearly 300 quid console bundle that they did not long ago, which had like the Mario variant of the uh, the Wii controller, uh, the Wii Mote, and like the hat and the other bits like that. So uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not that bothered to be honest. Like I, <clears throat> I've got um mario kart 8 pre-ordered so i must admit i am quite tempted to to pick up a wii u just for mario kart but that won't be until they're like rock bottom prices or they're giving yeah. up pretty much <laughs> that's that's the only reason yeah quick, quick question with the whole mario kart thing so with mario kart with with the the, the tablety wii ue control pad and my bob what, what benefit do you get to using that control pad and my bob to play mario kart don't know at the moment Okay. Is it, I would I would imagine just from playing the 3DS uh, Mario Kart 7. I know the bottom screen is like the the layout of the map. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are in in terms of can what, it give you? I would yeah. I suppose it can give you alerts whether somebody's firing something at you or obstacles and stuff like that. But okay. But yeah. with something like Mario Kart, taking your eyes off the screen could be deadly. So taking your oh, eyes yeah. off the TV and looking down at this the tablet. I only ask because the the big appeal of Mario Kart for me originally was getting everybody in the same room and everybody playing it split screen. Mm. Um, the, the way that you do that now, presumably, is you need to have little Wiimotes for everybody, do you? Or can you have, like, classic controllers? Uh, I, again, I, I don't know. Oh, I, I would imagine... I imagine it would be because in the, the Supreme Special Edition, which is, like, a few, £300 or what have you, you get the wheel, Mario Wii U wheel, so I imagine you can still use the Wii Remote yeah the, the wheel as you did before okay i i'm pretty sure that you can still use the pro controller as well um otherwise well otherwise it would make the pro controller pretty redundant so the, is the pro controller the tablet thing is that what they call it no that's the the tablet is the wii u gamepad the pro controller is basically just like uh, a normal it's like an xbox pad basically oh okay cool see this shows how much i know about nintendo stuff i'm just completely loopless Okay, fine. All right, well, that's, so that looks okay. Not kind of great. Not great Nintendo news there. I don't know. Is anybody it's Nintendo really... news at least? Yeah, any news is good news. <laughs> uh, so, Lewis, I'm going to go back to you quickly. 
So you, mm-hmm. you bought the Wii U. You were pretty impressed with it when you first got it. Um, yeah. Has that worn out a little bit now, or are you still are you, are you still confident that it's a really nice piece of kit and you're happy with it, or it, does it kind of sit there not doing very much? It's a really nice piece of kit that sits there not doing very much. <laughs> okay. And is that in, um, relates, in relation to any other pieces of kit that you've got then? So have you, you still got your PS3? Do you use that at all? Yep. I use my PS3. That's my main console now. Right. Okay. So after trading in the 360, that is what I use as my, my primary so if console. So if a game came out on the PS3 and on mm-hmm. the Wii U, which one the would PS3. you buy on? You buy it on the PS3, even if it had yeah. some nice little kind of natty, natty features that you could use using the gamepad. I, th- there is one game that I think I would maybe buy on the Wii U over the PS3, and that is um, Watch Dogs. Oh, okay, because yeah. I think I think that that might use the gamepad a lot more. It might uh, not, though. We're not really sure what the actual features on no. the gamepad are going to be yet. So, but I mean, just going back to what playing Zombie U, I mean, it does feel like the game, the developers had to crowbar it in. But in the game, you get a device which is like a tablet or a scanner, um, which is what you use your uh, the gamepad for. And you can like pan around and you can mark targets and items and uh, enemies and stuff like that. And they then show up on the map. But you can also use it as a sonar device as well. Okay. So you can you can hit a ping and it will mark um, like enemies on the map wherever they happen to be, or zombies on the map wherever they happen to be. So I mean, those kind of features that you use the pad for, I, I think that's going to be brilliant. Um, so I if Ubisoft don't use the pad in uh, Watch Dogs, then they're really missing a trick. Yeah, I think they are like, as well. I mean, um, someone said to me the other day, like, Fatal Frame is going to be coming out on uh, on the Wii U, uh, which, as far as I'm aware, is the, the like, Outlast where you use the camera to record, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Elf. it is. Yeah. Yeah, Fatal, so, Fatal Frame was using like a more traditional kind of point-and-shoot camera. Yeah. yeah. And you had to kind of absorb the souls of the ghosts or whatever it was by by taking pictures of them. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm actually... I don't particularly like horror games, but I'm actually quite looking forward to that because of the potential that the Wii U has with the gamepad and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, so it's all to do with the games. If the games start using the technology better... Then you actually yeah. start using your Wii U, and if they, if they, as I fully suspect, don't, then uh, then you won't bother. No, I mean, um, like I said earlier, I've also been playing uh, Mario Party 8, which came out in 2007, but so I could play it with Hazel on the Wii emulator. So I think at the moment I'll probably end up using it more to play Wii emulated Wii games with Hazel than actually playing. Wii U games. Okay. Alright, good. So that's it. That's the news. That's shit that's been going on. So, um, very briefly, we're going to run through the upcoming releases. Um, there's not a massive amount coming out at the moment. It's a bit dry. So we've got Demon Gaze, which is coming out tomorrow. Have you guys seen this? This is coming nope. out of the PS Vita. Nope. It, it looks bollocks. Don't bother looking at it. Um, <laughs> on, on, now, I've got, I've got a weird... Because 
I didn't think this is the right this this was the right uh, date, but apparently, according to the the game release calendar, Dark Souls Two is coming out on PC on May the second. Yes. What? No. That's, that's not no, right. It's not. That's not uh, right. The the disc based version I think was delayed until oh, May the second, but oh, you can still fuck. get it on Steam. You can still get it Jesus on Steam. Christ. Yeah, I was gonna say the, the Steam the Steam release date was considerably different to that I thought when I looked at it, but yeah. Yeah, um, I pre-ordered Dark Souls 2. Let's not move that back because I'm like, mm, mm, <laughs> this game will unlock in approximately two hours. <laughs> Start twitching. Right now. Right okay. now, it's two hours. Okay, so, uh, yeah, that's coming out. Um, Mario Golf World Tour is coming out on May the 2nd on 3DS. Anybody anybody even remotely excited about that? I did, um, love, I... I did love the original Mario Golf on Game Boy, and I think if you buy it, I've heard that that comes with it. I'm not too sure, but yeah, I, I did love Mario Golf, but I'm not sure if I'll buy this one. I might. I probably won't, but I might. I'll consider <laughs> it. Okay. Uh, and on the same day, Etrian Odyssey Untold, The Millennium Girl. I've never, what? ever, ever heard of this game before, but it's coming out on that, 3DS. That sounds like a porn, porn if ever I've heard one. Uh, it, it could very well be. Um, it's It's... I don't know. It looks really weird. It's it's one of those kind of um, Japanese story adventure games that's got the whole. Uh, I don't even know what you call them, but it's got like the whole the whole kind of anime character pops up with some dialogue down the bottom, and then uh... and then you have a fight, and then there's another anime character that pops up with some dialogue down the bottom. But to be honest, I'm not that bothered about that kind of stuff unless there's naked women involved. So, <laughs> <laughs> not bother with Same. that game to be honest. Um, right, that's it. That's the upcoming releases. Uh, we're we gonna bother with charts. Does anybody care about the charts? No. No one cares. No one cares. No, we like what we like, and, and that's about it. It's probably Black Ops at the top of it anyway, so that's it. <laughs> skip. We're going to skip the charts for this week, so we're going to have another break. We're going to be back momentarily after Lewis has had a second to think about a top three. You know, I'm fine with the guy pitching ideas, but uh, it's not the call to Luigi Brothers. Welcome to Chico's. Yeah. I'll be your... Whoa! Hey! Hey guys, hey! What's up? Oh, hey! Sonic. Sonic, I know! How are you doing, man? I haven't seen you in ages. <laughs> we, uh, but we were in we we're in Smash Brothers together. I, uh, I mean, I guess you must have forgot because I was a I was a secret character at the end uh, end of the game. Anywho, what are you dudes up to? Oh man, Nintendo's are working me like a dog. Mm -hmm. uh, sports mm -hmm. titles, platformers, wow. a new Mario Party. Good. 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 Sometimes Good. it feels like I'm carrying the whole system. <laughs> but you know how it is. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, well, Sega's not really making consoles anymore. But... Really? But I, you know, I knew a guy who had the Dreamcast. No, no, no it's, it's fine. It, it really helps me focus on, on my games. Lots, uh... Lots of games. Right, right, right. That, that, that's cool. That's a very uh, cool. A anything I might have heard of? Well, you must have seen Sonic Rush. Uh, uh Sonic and the Black Knight? Keep, uh, keep trying. Sonic Unleashed. And that one, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a werewolf. Mm, sorry. When was a Sonic 3? I love a Sonic 3. 1994. Ah, gotcha. <sighs> well, you know, times are tough for stars like us, man, you know? If, if you don't play a fake guitar or bang prostitutes, kids just don't want to pay attention, you know? Yeah, I, I hadn't really noticed. Yeah, yeah. 
So tell me about this new Mario Party, man. When, am I invited to the party or what? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're trying to keep that one a little bit in the family, oh, you know? Uh, uh, okay. I, I already had to say no to, to Shy Guy, no, and, uh, no, and he's a yeah. Mushroom mm-hmm. Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, 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 I get it. It totally makes sense. You know, it totally makes sense. Uh, so, uh, do we... Uh, do we order now? Oh, yeah! yeah. I'm sorry. That's my job. <laughs> uh, so we have some special today. The uh, the Cheap Cheap Succotash is a special... The Cheap a Cheap, huh? I can't, I can't do this. It was, it was great to see you, though. <laughs> Fungi, thank goodness it's Friday. Am I right? Or am I right? Anyone? No? <sighs> I'm dead inside. <sighs> Hold it together, Sonic. <laughs> yeah, you're fired. We are back. It is top three. It is Lewis's top three. Uh, Lewis, have you thought of an amazingly funny and, and possibly slightly sexy with no bestiality top three? Right, okay, so I'll have to go to my second choice then, if there's oh. no bestiality. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to rule that out. Okay, so you, do you want to go for it? I'll, I'll let you lead into your top three questions. Yeah. Okay, so my top three this week, or for the first time in a, a number of weeks, is in a end-of-the-world scenario, which three video game characters would you want with you? right now hang on whoa 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 before we launch into this for what purpose I will let you decide (laughs) 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 oh my word okay I I have some criteria in mind do we get to know this or no however it is a surprise oh thanks so if you get the right criteria then you will win Okay. Or if you make me laugh a lot, then you'll win. Okay. I don't know. That's <laughs> like the... Spoiler, I'm not going to win. All right, the... so... Um, who's going to go first? Uh, um, Elle, because she's pretty quick at this stuff. Oh, so. what? I went first last time. Okay, fine. Let me have a second to think. Mmm... I, sorry, I, I was like, no, I'll have a second to think, and then I won't choose the person that I'll always choose in the end of world scenario. Sorry, didn't have a second to think. It's Gareth Spikarian. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Mandible boy strikes again. I think we're, we're going to have to come up with like some kind of top three rules where we're not allowed to use the same characters for a certain amount of time, <laughs> or something like that. Because it's we're like going to start... Cool down period. Yeah, a cool down period for the characters. Because otherwise it's always going to be like Gareth Spikarian, Lara Croft, and the ghosts from Pac-Man. <laughs> every time. Okay. 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 And for what? For what reason? <laughs> oh yeah, you have to just you have to justify your uh, your okay. choice. That's fair enough. He's a very good marksman, so he's going to be great at keeping like the, <laughs> the perimeters. Like, oh, it's going to be fine because he held down a building on his own when he was parading uh, around the city as I archangel. Would, See, all I, I all say, I heard I, then I was, was wondering was. He held down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really good at pinning things down, and he's got amazing aim. That's all I heard there. 
<laughs> I'm trying to be good. <laughs> uh, and he has a very soothing voice, can tell like nighttime stories to everyone. We can all go to sleep. It's fine. Okay. What, do we have to be there? Because that'd be awkward. And, no, not you guys. And this got... this, this is... <laughs> okay, thanks. Top, this is the top I, three I was, people. Yeah, mm. I'd, ra- yes. I'd rather, rather not be there if oh. uh, Gareth is telling a story <laughs> yeah. and Elle's got a tingle in her loins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think she mentioned the state of her loins during that during that little episode. I, I read between the lines. <laughs> you read between the loins, okay. Uh, <laughs> who's next? Rich. Oh, me? Oh, I wasn't thinking. <laughs> um, okay. I uh, see I've got an obvious one in mind, but I really don't want to use it because that's just like typical me and everybody will see it coming. <sighs> it's got to be Joel from Last of Us. Mm. It's got to be. Because he's just like a raging hunk of man meat. And, he's, as I've mentioned before, he's a little bit broken. I reckon I could soothe him. Um, <laughs> you know, and if I could, if I could form like a kind of parental bond with him, I mean, all right, he's not that much older than me, I don't think, but if if we could form some kind of like parental bond where he sees me as 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 like his uh, his long lost or slightly dead child, then he'll like jump into the fray and protect me. Because let's face it, I'm I'm gonna be fucking shit in an end of world situation. I don't know what I'll be doing. What? No internet? You fucking having a laugh? What's that all about? So I I need somebody there to protect me. Um, and it helps that he's a bit of a bear. I think it'd be nice to have around. So there you go. Was was that more camp than it, than it should have been? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm a little bit worried that came out a little bit wrong. Am I Matthew Kellying everywhere? That, that's fine. You're going to be fine. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to be fine. Okay, let's go for it. <laughs> okay, then. And what's your first option, then? Uh, right, well, I've done mine in a, a certain order. I've written mine down. So uh, I've planned ahead. Now first, I would say, um, as a controversial character as he was, I would say Raiden from Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Because if it was an end of the world situation, then there's pretty much going to be huge robots, there's going to be massive creatures, there's going to be everything that this random world can throw at you. And him and Raiden with his trusted blade would be able to take most things down plus he is pretty much a badass in that game as well as Metal Gear Solid 4 so I would definitely say Raiden okay be my first character okay cool so now it's interesting a little that bit... you've 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 all gone for uh, a protective character why, why is that first? why is that interesting yeah I'm also a little bit concerned that L's protective character is an alien that can hold down an entire room with a single sniper rifle. Um, Simon's protective character is a ninja who has got some kind of massive <laughs> cloaking device and can kill giant robots. And my and guy, this, my guy and is part da- cyborg. Yeah, and is part cyborg. And my guy got his daughter killed within five minutes of the opening sequence of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm not feeling. I'm not maybe feeling as safe as the other two right now. I've got to be totally honest. I'm gonna have to step it up for the next one. I think. It's all right. Al, what's your your second choice? I've got quite a strategic team. We're very light on our feet. My second choice is going to be Leon from the Resident Evil series. Um, he knows how to handle himself. You know, he's a looker as well. You've got to choose like easy on the eye people in your team. You know, got to be fine with spending some time with them. I wouldn't mind spending some time with Leon from from Resident Evil. He's going to be great. He's um, he was like a Secret Service agent, wasn't he? So he he knows he knows that shit. He also fought through hordes of zombies, so we're covered for zombies as well. <laughs> and he's a gentleman. He'd take a bullet for me. It's going to be fine. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, Rich, is that me now? Yeah. yeah. Oh my word. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> what do I think? What do I think? Are you going to continue the man meat trend? No, I don't think so. I think maybe Hashta I'm all, hashtag I'm all man out. meat. Hashtag man meat. No, I don't think that's the thing. <laughs> I don't hashtag like man meat. when we did the when we did the live when we did the live podcast. <laughs> right. I don't know how this ha- happened, but I, the people ended up like calling me Big Richie and then started photoshopping pictures of my head on some kind of <laughs> enormous beefcake body. <laughs> I'm not really sure. I mean, I drunk a fair ma- amount at this point. I'm not. I don't know how we ended up with that happening. That was. That was not cool. <laughs> I drank too much alcohol to remember most of that night. No, that was that was pretty bad. Um, give me two seconds because I've forgotten his name. Oh no, I remember his name now. Um, I I would like to take with me um, Wheatley. Oh, from, okay. Port, from Portal 2, simply because, right, end of world scenario, I've got my protector now, I need somebody to keep me entertained. You know, you don't you don't want to be in an end of world situation and be bored, because that would just be fucking tragic. So, Wheatley from Portal 2 is possibly one of the funniest video game characters that I have ever witnessed, and actually had me completely stitching up. Um, so, yes, it's Stephen Merchant, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Wheatley because he'd be excellent. He'd be completely ineffectual at pretty much everything. Um, I'd probably like to make him feel better every now and again. I'd let him try and hack some things to see if we can get through a door, uh, and then he'd fail miserably, and we'd all have a bit of a chuckle. So yeah, I'm gonna go with him. Okay, cool. And Simon, what's your second one? Now, second, now that Raiden has taken down the the creatures that have invaded our, our homeland. Obviously, you need to clear up the mess. Now, in order to do this, I would look to my main man, or whatever he is, um, Kirby. <laughs> Kirby, because he would be able to suck anything up and just spit it out into the abyss. I mean, he would be he would be ideal for getting rid of all fallen buildings or all this all this uh, rubble, etc. So we're hang on. Okay. So we're using Kirby as like a kind of portable, like trash compactor. Yes. <laughs> and he's okay. is he okay with this? He's totally fine with it. Oh, I mean, okay. He just, he just he just likes to be involved these days. <laughs> as long as he's there. It's like, yeah. I'm so I'm so pleased you called me. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> is that L? Okay. Now? Yeah, cool. L. And um, your next one. Oh, I'm so conflicted. Oh, I. Oh, this is going to be re fine. Um, I'm going to choose uh, Tyriel from Diablo, because as in angel form, human form, he is rubbish. I don't want him like that. He's going to be his proper kick-ass, like tendril, angelly form. Because if you want to, you know, fly out somewhere, do you know what? I fancy going to a deserted. I don't know, island somewhere. Let's go. We'll all hop on Tyriel's back and he'll fly us there. It's going to be great. We'll bring sandwiches. See, I'm going to call shenanigans on that because he's no longer an angel. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> let's never go there. It's going to be fine. He's going to be in his glowy goodness. I get to choose. Okay. It's my, it's my Charlie's angels. They're going to be mine. <laughs> oh my God. You go a little bit scary sometimes. You know that, by the way? Yeah, I know. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. Is cool. it is it uh, me now? Yep. Okay, I've got a quick question. 
what what kind of end of the world scenario is this? Is there a is there a specific type of apocalypse that we've got here, or is it just kind of a generic anything could go wrong? Yeah, everyone's died. Everyone's died. Like, of anything specific, or they just all killed over? No, everyone just. It, imagine it's like Tokyo Jungle. If you've played Tokyo Jungle, everyone's just died and disappeared, and that's it. It's you and your team of three, Wonder Boys. Your team of uh, why, why, Wonder why Boys. Boys. Whoa, 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 why, why? <laughs> Well, I'm not sure that that's what my team's going to be called. Well, uh, <laughs> why is why is there an imagining that that's the name of my team? What have I done? What have I done to bring this kind of thinking on, on top of me? Your fabu fabulousness. <laughs> My fabulousness. Okay. Alright, fine. I'm cool with Wonder Boys. It's no problem. Um, okay. Last person. I tried. This has been pretty difficult. Um, oh, I'm going to go with Lemmings. Can I Can I have the Lemmings? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with lemmings because in like in a shitty situation, everything's a bit fucked up, and you know the bridges are all broken, the roads are out, we can't really get anywhere, we can't get over any of the rubble, presumably, if there is rubble. Um, there's like one for every occasion. So there's like a builder one, there's a digger one, there's like a balloon. Almost one. every. Yeah, almost oh, every occasion. Almost every occasion. I don't think there's a sex bot one. Um, <laughs> that'd be that'd be weird. But there's like there's one to stop people from crossing the road. There's loads, of, there's loads of different lemmings. They'd be really helpful. So they'd help me and Joel and um, and Wheatley like burrow through buildings and stuff like that. I've got to be totally honest, right? I was going to go with the stereotypical thing here and pick Lara Croft. And let's face it, everybody was expecting me to do that, weren't you? Kinda. Yeah. See, there we go. And uh, so I'm not. I refuse. I'm not. I'm not going to be that guy. So no, I'm. I'm sticking with the Wonder Boys. <laughs> so I'm assuming all the lemmings are boys. Okay. <laughs> all right. So fuck you. <laughs> Okay. And, uh, Simon, what's your last one? Well, now that the criteria's been changed, um, this just throws my my whole uh, plans into disrepair. Um, basically, the third, the third person I was going to choose, if there was no other people in the world, would be Peter Molyneux. <laughs> now, I know, I, know, oh I know you've said video game characters, right? But I've looked into Google, and supposedly in the fab in Fable the Wolverine Order, one of the characters, Molly Newsom, is named as a reference to Peter Molyneux. Now, I'll either choose Molly Newsom or Peter Molyneux because he's just a Right, I only s I only say this because I'm reasonably confident that you're gonna win, but that's fucking tenuous at best. <laughs> I don't I I I'm gonna lose here, right? So I'm doing everything that I can to stop. <laughs> <laughs> to like to, to try and defeat you two. That is that, that is just not over till it's over. Okay. Just right. saying the world dies with the both of you. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, well. You, you say that, but I've had riding to uh, to clear up. I've, I've, I've had riding to destroy whatever's threatening. I've had Kirby to clean everything up. Now I want Peter Molyneux to rebuild everything and just Wait. have it all in the Molyneux glory. How yeah, are you going to make people? I've had a load of things that are 14 millimeters tall. Um, a robot that can't move on its own, and a bearded guy. So I've got to be see, totally honest, don't fancy my chances. <laughs> well, well, see that, obviously I know we, we didn't go on to everyone had died until later on, but I'd already named out these three people, so I'm, I'm sticking <laughs> with it. Does apocalyptic not really speak to that? Do you not think? It's not really surely, an apocalypse if everybody's still alive, is it? I bet, surely there'll be some people. 
That's that's what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. There were some people, but obviously want things way the back back to the way they were. So, Pierre Molyneux, will, don't know, he'll head up Goddess or whatever. <laughs> he'll get that open that up and go. Oh yeah, let's build this here. You know the so, yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, actually. But it'll be in well. the most in the most convoluted way ever. Yeah, and nobody and, and uh, then nobody will want to play it. Everyone will the, just be like, no, fuck. All the trees will grow in real time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just walking back and forth, holding onto a frying pan, like, one day, one day. Just <laughs> tapping a cube. Tap my cube, like yeah. that. Someday. <laughs> Curiosity, okay. someday. Okay, right. Uh, that's it. Sort that lot out, Lewis. <laughs> um, Elwins. Oh, yeah! Hey! Elwins purely for the fact that she is the only one that would be able to repopulate the earth. Oh, get off! Why I know? What, why is it the one time that I don't do my typical thing of pick a sexy woman to go with me, right? And that's the one fucking time that I get penalised for it. This isn't fair. Team sexy men. It's not win. fair. I could have repopulated the earth with my sexy men. You don't know the lemmings are all fucking asexual. To be fair, Lewis, Kirby may be female, so I, I really don't know. I really enjoy seeing those offsprings. <laughs> Who is having sex with that? It's not happening. I've seen what I've seen what he does to like buildings and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. No? Let's put suction on to low, that, yeah, shall exactly. we? <laughs> One wrong move and your knob is in your forehead. And that, is, <laughs> you know what I mean. And that is, you're looking it's in the same continent at that point. All right, okay. Uh, L wins. I, I, I'm used to it. <laughs> Disappointment washes over me now. <laughs> it's well deserved. I've got to be honest. I've been I've been lackluster in the top in the top three for the last few times. I'll be I I admit it. It's fine. I need to uh, I need to step up my game. I need to start thinking of other characters and other reasons to have them other than gruffness or sexiness. So, uh, those are my main criteria most of the time. So well done, L. Uh, you can repopulate the earth, um, and also. Actually, hang on. Are you sure? Are you sure that they're like compatible? Because he's an alien. Yeah, because I have a man. Yeah, but he's an alien man. What, yeah, Leon? Leon. Oh, Leon. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, I covered all my bases. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll be covering all your bases. Right. Okay. Fine. <laughs> and with that, uh, let's with just that, move on. That is the end of the top three. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, L, who manages to win the uh, the top three by being the only uh, mananizer. Is that is that a thing? Is is mananizer a thing? I'm a lech. A lech. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> L manages to win the top three by being <laughs> by being a perverted lech. Congratulations. Uh, I bet your mama's proud of you. Right. Okay. That's the end yeah, of that sweet. then. Um. Right, we're going to have a little bit of a break, and then we'll be back, uh, and then something's going to happen. Uh, we're not really sure what yet, but something will probably happen. I'll see you in a second. Mario, wait! What? How come you always get to go first? This again? Look, there's eight worlds to go. I really have to save the princess. That's another thing! How come I always have to come along to save your girlfriend? Bro... You're my winger man! <laughs> Maybe that's it. Or maybe I'm sick of being your sidekick and I want my own adventure. Um, hello? What about the Luigi's a Haunted Mansion? Or are you still too uh, scared? <laughs> I'm not scared. That game was just awful. Even Luigi didn't like it. Blue, it was a game cube. All of those games were terrible. 
I don't know what you're complaining about. Remember Mario 2? You could jump higher in that one. Yeah, and the princess could fly too because that was a dream you had. You dreamt that you were your brother, but then you were your girlfriend. And then you were pulling the bombs out of the ground. What do you think Freud would have to say about that one? Is this about the time in the Smash Brothers when I threw the barrel and accidentally knocked you off of the platform? Because I told you, I got no idea what's going on in that game. Honestly, I'm just throwing punches. Oh, you are so arrogant. Everyone know about Mario and how he's so great at the kart racing and the tennis and the golf and the baseball and the soccer and the painting and the practicing medicine. But nobody ever make a game about Luigi's charity work. I'm gonna go home and play with Yoshi. Maybe you uh, don't. Why not? He thought he saw a ghost or something, and he just freaked out, and he uh, jumped off a cliff. You let our pet jump off a cliff? We can hatch another one. But that's not the point. Why do you always get everything? You're in the Mario Brothers movie. Oh! I told you, we never talk about that. It never happened. Look out! Damn you, Green Mario! My hero! Ooh! Huh? Look at this! I heard they're hiring at the SIG! We are back, but we are leaving. We are happy, but we're also a little bit sad. I'm mostly sad, because again, I didn't win the top three. But, what are you going to do? Uh, apart from be better at it. So, um, we've, all, we've had a good time. We had a good time this week without Ross. It's been good. It's been good. It's been alright. While the cat's away, um, I lose the top three again. So, <laughs> <laughs> almost as if the cat was almost here. Almost like, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly the same as what happens when the cat's here. So, we've had another fantastic guest this week. Thank you very much for coming and joining us, Simon. Yep, thank you very much for having me. Again. Thank you. Thank you very much for braving it again. Anytime. <laughs> yeah, well, we might hold you to that. So, um, right, I'd like all of you to let me know. Inst I'm going to do something a bit different this week. Instead of telling me what you what you're going to be doing next week and then and all the rest of it, I'd like you to just tell everybody where they can find you on the internet. Uh, do any plugs if you've got any plugs for anything that you want to uh, push out there. And I'd like you to tell me if you could play any game next week, and it could be a game that doesn't exist or has never been made. If you could play any game next week, tell me what your ideal game would be. Okay. So I'm going to start with me just to make it a bit easier. Um, so. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Zebwen, that's Z-E-B-W-E-N. You can find me on YouTube at Newbie5, N-E-W-B-E-5. You can find me occasionally on the Ready Player 2 forums. That's forums.readyplayer2two.co.uk. Uh, and you can find loads of amazing stuff on our website. The writerlings are pumping out tons of amazing stuff on our website all the time, headed by L. Um, and they're all over Ready Player 2, readyplayer2two.co.uk. I... If I could play, for the mood that I'm in at the moment, if I could play absolutely any game next week, solidly, it would be Fallout 4. There you go. Bastard. That's it. That's the kind of thing. So, um, the next person, I'm going to go with Simon. Can you think on your feet for this? Oh yes, no problem. You go for it. No problem. Well, my Twitter handle is at uh, SimonMarshall6. Marshall with a double L, like I said the last time. Um, I'm a games reviewer for PS4 and PC for Push Start Media. That's at Push Start Media on Twitter. Um, basically, in the upcoming week, I'm going to be reviewing Octodad, 
um, for PlayStation 4 and various other games on Steam. I'm not I'm not quite sure um, what order they'll be in or when they'll be up, um, but you can expect quite a lot from me. Um, and basically, if I could play any game in the right now from the future, it probably probably would be a game that already exists in some to some degree, and that would be Metal Gear Solid 5: Phantom Pain, because Ground Zeroes is excellent. Brilliant, good so choice. Go. Thank you very much. Okay, we're going to move Thank along you. to Lewis. Uh, I am still at iLewis87, pretty much everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, wherever you care to find me. Um, <clears throat> I am... Well, I'm back to work next week, unfortunately, so... I probably won't have much more much time to do any writing or any gameplay stuff. I do now have the internet, so I'm going to try and do some Twitch streaming in the evenings if I get a chance, because um, the internet connection is far superior to my previous residence. Anything, um, anything would be far superior to your previous residence. We, yes. I think we discussed this. You could walk to and from the exchange and throw packets at them quicker than your previous internet connection. <laughs> cup and some string yeah that's exactly what it is one zero one 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 zero yeah um i'm hoping to try and get some more online gameplay going as well so maybe some payday or um some left for dead yeah i'd like to get all of us back on again i'd even yeah. i'd even record edit it and put it up on youtube that's how amazing i would feel about that kind of situation i miss oh. playing games with you guys oh Good stuff. yeah, yeah we're, well Try and get some gameplay on the go then. Yep. Um, and if I could play any game next week, non-existent game. It as you picked Fallout 4. Um, I would pick the whatever the upcoming Red Dead Redemption sequel is going to be. And um, actual game that I'm going to play. Um, I don't know. Maybe some Zombie U or some. PC games. I don't know yet. Some, I might try that. I'm, yeah, some misc games. Miscellaneous PC games. Yeah. Lovely. I might try that. I'm scared, actually. That yeah, that about sounds earlier. pretty good, actually. That sounds like the kind of thing I could totally do with recording a video about. Okay, mm. good. L. You can find me at Escaping IRL on the internet. Um, if I could play any game... Uh, I would really want to play a kind of amalgamation of Silent Hill 2, 3, a bit of Shattered Memories, uh, maybe some Eternal Darkness, kind of like merged in a hot in like a hot pot, maybe some Demento, you know, mix things up a bit. Uh, kind of, uh, I don't know, co-bred with some mythology. Wow. Chuck some Hellboy 2 aesthetics in there and make that into a game, please. Wow, okay. That's a big pot to stir. That is a big pot to stir but that would be amazing. And I know I'm going to be playing Dark Souls 2 for a, a lot of time. Play the shit out of that. Great. Okay, is that you done? That's me. Thank you very much. Right then, as a lead out, I would just like to say a massive congratulations to Ross and Nikki Bell on the birth of Molly Ray Bell. Thank you. Woo-hoo. Congratulations. You made a baby. Yeah. It's a good job. Uh, and uh, thankfully, she, she looks like a mom. So I think everybody's a bit relieved about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Although I, I think she got part of her hairiness from her dad. Possibly, but luckily it's on a head, not on a mouth. Yeah, 
Yeah, what she hasn't got a beard. She was, she was born with a full head of hair, bless her. Yeah. But she is a beautiful little... Yeah, she's extraordinarily baby. cute. So massive congratulations to Ross and Nikki. They're looking... Every single picture that I've seen them in now, since that's happened, is just got enormous smiles on their faces. Yeah. And rightly so, because she's absolutely gorgeous. So congratulations to you guys. Um, oh. Hopefully we're going to have Ross back on the show. Possibly not next week, but maybe the week after. And uh, he will fill us in on how um, being a father... Yeah. Yeah, paternal life. What it's all what it's all like for him. So um, great that this has been Ready Player Two episode thirty six. I have been Rich. L has been L. <laughs> Lewis has been <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> I was trying to think of something witty, but I couldn't, it's too so. quick. And Simon Fuck has it. been some asshole. Okay, yeah, it, it is true. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> Good night. It's in the house, Simon! <laughs> the call is coming from in the house! Uh, uh. Rich, I keep on looking at your your photo on Skype, and I think that's what it is. It's just what's haunting that? me. What's my photo on Skype? I don't know, um, it's your, just... Uh, your newbie five little yellow... Oh, my yellow face. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sat in the darkness as well, but I think that's just my natural habitat. <laughs> well, see if, you, see if you want a good story about a fountain pen... Uh, at my brother's wedding, which was like two years ago, two, three years ago, um, I obviously had to sign, as the best man, I had to sign the register. And that morning, we had went to the gym, obviously I think he was feeling a bit of pressure, and we were doing boxing training, and uh, it turns out I staved my hand. And um, it was it was shaking, right? See, my right hand was shaking. My left one was fine. My right hand was constantly shaking. And see, when it came to writing with this fountain pen, I couldn't get any ink out. I was like... Oh no! Right. So, uh, see, what do you usually do when you can't get can't get any ink out of pen? You shake it. You shake it. What did I do? I got blotches all over this certificate, wedding certificate. Wow. <laughs> Not all over it, but there's a few blotches on it. Oopsie. I bet you were the most popular guy there. I also, uh, obviously, had the rings in my sporing because we were wearing kilts, and. Uh, yeah, the room keys were huge. So when I went out to get the rings, a few folk in the crowd laughed because they thought I'd lost them. But I couldn't get them because they were behind this key. So there you go. <laughs> Shuffling around. I'm just kidding. Foreign. I'm just kidding. I've got them. I've got them, really. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.